Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor... It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dude Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined today by our producer extraordinaire, Jeff Williams. Flash photography, I wouldn't. That alters the homing signal, and that's not good. Our New Jersey crony, Joe Quattrochi. I'm so glad the Citrus Roll is back. It's back after a week hiatus. Exactly. Oh, now I can complain about how much it sucks again. And our Southern Canadian, Chuck Fitzgerald. Chuck Fitzgerald. Uh, thank, thanks, Dave. What, What's going on here? I'm seeing myself. I'm seeing all sorts of things. The Citrus Roll's back. We're living in a, a weird, weird world right now. We could just edit that out. That was not good. No, I'm going to keep it just for fun. <laughs> That's good. That's a new record. We're 30 seconds in and... <laughs> you won the record. <laughs> and before we get started with this train wreck, let's uh, have a word from our sponsor. I think we already hit the train wreck. Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC Resale Market. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's Coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com joffreys coffee and tea a flavor for every disney memory thank you patrick does this guy even work with us anymore 
No, I don't believe so. He's like a rumor I, at this point. I had him deported. <laughs> That's tough to do. He was born here. <laughs> That's hilarious. Our very own customs agent had Pat Gennetti deported. That's great. <laughs> Send us a postcard, Pat. All right. And tonight, the topic of our show, I uh, really don't know. We kind of went back and forth on topics and everything, so we decided to kind of just make this a uh, conversational type show, since there's a lot of things going on in the uh, Disney Twitterverse at the moment that warrant some discussion. So we are recording this on March 20th. The intended date of release is going to be March 22nd. So, with that saying, we will be one day into quite a controversial new practice at Walt Disney World. I'm talking, of course, about charging for parking at hotels. Now, I'm going to say straight up with this, that while people might turn around and think that I am going to say that Disney is a business and they should, I do not like this practice whatsoever. I am thinking that uh, they probably didn't add uh, an Into the Room cost because of the way their books are done. I know at our hotel, that the hotel that I work in, for instance, we uh, have the standard fees on top of the actual room fee because it's just taxed a certain way. So because of the way New York State and, and the federal government go, we have a different tax law. So it's just um, one of those things that... Uh, we have to account for, so it has to be a separate fee for that reason. But it's another line item in the budget, and I'm going to blame our very own Joe Quattrochi on this one because Disney probably heard his wonderful rant about fixing the monorail, and they probably said, you know what, Joe? We are going to start doing this to subsidize transportation. So, Joe, a big thank you. Let me tell you something. If that was the case, and this was a special assessment, as we call it in the HOA community, I'd be all I'd be all for this. But it doesn't go away after the. As long as it goes away, the assessment. No, no, goes away no. That's not how assessments go. They're going to assess it and add the cheap, add the fee until it's quote fixed. But then it's going to be there for the remainder of time, and it's just going to be baked I, into. Well, the they got to pay for the skyliner then. This, I'm very against this, though. I have so many reasons why I'm against this. I mean, and I don't want. Go ahead, Joe. I just say, I don't want to hear, you know, Dave and I live in, Dave lives in New York City. I live right outside the city. And a lot of places charge for parking in cities. I get that. I've heard the argument where it's, well, you know, you stay at a lot of these places in the city, the hotels, and you know, they charge you for parking, universal charges for parking. I get it, but this is my unscientific opinion, but like 80% of hotels in America don't charge for parking unless you're either in a major city or around an airport. Mm-hmm. Those are the only ones that charge for parking. So and that was the one thing that was nice about Disney was that I could go and park my car for free in these giant surface lots and not have to worry about it. You know, and well, the there's, fact, there's and all the, the fact that there's all That's a good point, Joe. Like, what what are they going to? Are people just not going to park there now, or is all that space going to go to waste, or is Disney just going to be making money hand over fist on this? It's a complete money grab. It's it's it, I mean, and that's fine. Disney's a business. We all get that, but it's mm-hmm. it's the fact that like. I don't know. It's it's just it's it's one of those things. That it's it's like an annoying thing, and the fact that like they're all different prices, 
And I'm a DVC member. I suppose mine is going to be included, which is fine. But I stay on cash a lot of times too, so I will be paying for parking. But the fact that, so for example, like if I were to book a cash room at Saratoga, you're going to charge me twenty four dollars to park at Saratoga a day. A, a day. day. I could the only lot I could assume that's even worth it would be the contemporary contemporary slash Bailey Tower is the only lot that's even worth that price because you can walk to the Magic Kingdom. Any well, other lot, it's not worth it. No, I I think this is. It's a very blatant money grab by Disney, but the question then becomes, what's next? What's exactly. The next fee? What's the next upcharge? How much are tickets going to increase? Oh, that resort fee? Why are we just gonna are we just gonna add that on? You know, because Universal has it plus parking. The resort fee is gonna be next. I I don't think internet will be, but I definitely think the resort fee is gonna be usually um, thrown on. Well, usually resort fees. One of the reasons why they do resort fees is. Uh, actually to subsidize their internet that's usually basically the biggest chunk of the resort fee is right Wi-Fi. but disney's in bed with at&t and they're getting how to they're gonna cook to their books this. somehow to make it to justify it in that way because again the mouse is a rat we know this and well this is no me. i'm not gonna go that far that that's a bit you know, I'd like Rizzo the rat, you know, like the rat, not or like the lamb, not the rat type thing. You see, I actually, every time I see that movie, I kind of, because I just can't stand rodents, except for Mickey Mouse. I'm like, you know what, Gonzo, seriously, get a flamethrower and just shoot it at his head. I hate <laughs> that That seems that a little rat. impractical to be lighting a... I can't stand Rizzo. In, Mupp- in the whole Muppets from Space thing, when he's getting... What do you mean you can't stand Rizzo? When he's wow, getting beaten up by the, uh, <laughs> by the cheese or rat poison and the... Uh, and, and the the boxing glove comes out. I just kind of wish his jaw gets broken or something. It never happens. Wow. And I just, yeah, I, I cannot. He is the most annoying Muppet out there. I cannot stand that little twerp. Did we figure out where he's from? He's actually supposed to be from Jersey. He is from Jersey, yeah. That's right. That's what I thought. That's why he's so popular. Well, can I just can I just can I just add in he one travels more thing in sewers? Too. Well, yeah. You mean you don't want to talk about how much you hate Rizzo the Rat? I don't love Rizzo, but the, the one thing I got to add in, and Dave will definitely back me up on this, is that where we live, we're charged for everything. We're charged mm-hmm. to go over every bridge. Doesn't matter if you're uh, living yeah, in the city. You know, you charge to go over a canal. We're charged for everything. You charged six bucks for twenty minutes to park in a garage to run in and grab something. We're nitpicked for everything in the area that we live. It was kind of the fact that like when we went to Disney. It was one of those times where, like, I wasn't nitpicked on parking. I could park my car and not worry about it. It was a nice change of pace where I could drive from Daytona and pack up my car full of stuff and just say, hey, it's, it's nice to drive out the road at Magical Express and just park the car and leave it. Now I got to pay another hundred and something dollars for the week. It's just annoying. It's a dinner. It's extra money. You know, I'm blessed. I have a great job. I could still afford to do it, but should I have to do it? Do I want to do it? No. That's, that's the answer. I shouldn't be nitpicked or, you know, picked everywhere I go, just like I am at home. When I'm on my vacation, and that's the way Disney's getting right now. It's and I'm Mr. DVC. I love Disney. DVC. I love Disney. But even I'm getting to the point. I'm just like, really, you guys are charged for everything. It's well, like it's unreal now. It's like, see, my thing I, is I this. Don't wanna... Go ahead, Joe, Dave, wherever you are. There has to be more than meets the eye to this. I mean, this and is. I, I was going down yeah. this road, so this go ahead. is this is definitely a business decision, and again, one that I'm not cool with, but it. And not to apologize for Disney, because I'm just I'm just trying to just figure out some of the thinking. If I was a if I was a suit sitting around in a boardroom wanting to hear myself talk, and it makes sense that a it's gonna make p- 
people who fly in who rent cars, for instance. Yes, you have the people that drive down there, and they are a very important part. And they're the ones that are getting messed up over this the most. What I think that what I think is probably happening again. This is just my theory. Is when they're looking at the data, they always ask, "Did you bring a Did you put, bring a car today? Are you Did you travel here with a car? Are you parked here?" And then that's when they print out your pass. I'm sure that they're counting how many people are coming uh, in cars versus those who are flying in. And some, I'm sure it's one of these things that want, they want to keep them on property as much as possible. So if you're not going to rent that car, and so you can't go off to Universal or SeaWorld or somewhere else, they're keeping you on their property and mm-hmm. you're paying them the money. and you're buying their products i think this is a way of kind of just trying to keep the guest retain the guest there okay well it makes more sense now if we do go don't rent the car because we're gonna have to pay for parking so at this point they want to keep them on yes now there are the people that do come they drive down it's a huge it's a huge part of the family trip of Taking the taking the ride down. I mean, Tim does it all the time, and Tim is just as livid as this. You have your locals and all that, but I'm thinking also with your huge chunk of uh, international guest. This is more of a let's keep them on property no matter what. Let's discourage them from leaving, which is great for the Florida roads because my God. Some of those international guests driving is very concerning. But, uh, and I was going to go exactly where you just went with that, Dave. This is a business decision. It does what Magical Express did for a while. It will eliminate people from renting cars because they now don't want to pay the extra $100. Because like you said, Joe, that's a meal. Uh, $24 a day at most for a week or more. Or even like Steven, who went down for two weeks. That's 200 bucks. And he left property for two days. That's two days that they lost money off of him. Mm -hmm. I was listening to another podcast the other night, and Len Testa was on it. And he said he estimated the revenue generated from parking at like 35 million. It's it's easy money. It's easy money for them to, you know, and I don't know what quarter we're in. We in the second quarter or third quarter for. You know, financials for this year right now. I don't know I, the second quarter. I think their fiscal year and ends up one starts in October or something like yeah, that. Yeah, October first, right? Yeah. So I don't know if we're like in the second, third quarter, whatever it is, but like I'm sure this is definitely going to help the end. You know, the end line. You know, where they they report their earnings. But yeah, Len said, and I trust Len Testa's opinion. The guy's like a genius. He said 35 million dollars in parking revenue At just from the, just from the resorts alone. So it's easy. It's <laughs> easy way to make 35 million not do anything. So. I, all right, so I'll play. I guess I'll play devil's advocate a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, you know Disney's in the market of making money, but you know what? The hotels are constantly full. Their ticket prices are going up. I mean, they're making hand over fist on this stuff. But I wonder if there's some crazy, uh, like you said, subsidizing um, mass transportation. So they've already said they're going to do the Skyliner. That's their um, um, whatever, um, what's it called? Um, the Skyliner. Um, help me out. The Skyliner. The gondolas. The gondola. Uh, they've already said they're going to do the gondola. Uh, a certain segment of it, and they're probably doing the math and like, 
they're when Star Wars comes online, they're gonna probably be so overwhelmed. They're trying to reduce the amount of people that 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 are on the roads, and factor that in with now they're going to the future. They're probably bringing in a brand new monorail. That's at least the word I'm hearing, and then uh, extending the Skyliner. So like in five ten years, we're gonna have another Skyliner that goes all the way to Animal Kingdom. So that's not justifying why we have to pay for it, but that's how they're justifying it. I think. The other one that I'm also thinking too is this might be another reason right there of um, their response to people complaining about how busy the parks have been and the level of crowds. Because let's face it, they're they're going to be making money hand over fist with this. So they're going to be if people decide, hey, guess what? I'm not coming. There's going to be other people that are going to come in their places, and yeah, you might have less people in the parks. So they might not be making as much money in the parks in that way. But, you know, if they're charging all this money for parking at this point, they're recu- they're recouping some loss. They're keeping the people that are there happy. with. They're the- not recouping loss, though. They're they're making money. I mean, if you look exactly, at the profits year at- over year, they, they keep going up. They're not losing money, even I, though attendance is down. I understand that. And they're still turning a profit. But the thing is, the thing is, it goes back to Monty Burns. I traded all for a little more, you know? It's basically, yeah. that's the mentality at this point. So they're figuring, okay, it's going to bring crowds. It's going to bring crowds down because there are going to be people that are not going to come because of this. It basically keeps everybody else happy, and we still make money. So, You know, it does suck. Uh, you know, um, Joe had mentioned DVC. Uh, so they're, they're not making DVC at least DVC point stays pay for it. And I wonder if that is another strategy to try to funnel people to more sales on DVC. Mm. Well, like, that I, would make perfect sense. Do it. Mm-hmm. Well, but you know, too, it's like, I'm not a lawyer. I don't pretend to be one, but technically I'm an owner there. I have a, I pay taxes there. I pay a mortgage. I guess I have like a, I have a deed to yeah. a certain percentage. So like, can they charge me? Like, can they, have, like, legally, oh, yeah. can they legally do that? If I'm staying, you know, and I'm saying, I don't know. They always say welcome home, too. Yeah, well, welcome home. (laughs) 24 hours apart. But you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's one of the reasons why they're doing that with DVC. I don't know. I'm just, I'm I'm speculating. But like, like if I'm an owner and I own somewhere, you're going to charge me to park at my own place where I own, I'm an owner. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, if anybody's a lawyer out there, maybe knows the answer to that, please let us know. I'm sure that Disney Legal has basically gone over this with a fine tooth comb. Yeah. In that way, um, yeah, this reeks of the Bob Chapek um, era. Era, yeah. I mean, it, it's upcharge, it's extra money. It's hey, look, we increased revenue, but don't ask us how because we're just charging more for the same thing. It's one of those things too. It's like we've had it for free, and they took it away. And we yeah. always talk about like you know, it's like when they add all these extra, extra magic hours and stuff, these extra paid events, and it's like, well, you don't have to do it. They're not taking anything away from the normal guest experience this is extra it's an add-on you can pay for it well this is one of these things that we all had and they took it away from us and they're not making us pay for it so it's that's why everybody's so angry that's why the but there, there's nothing different they're not doing anything differently the parking spots are exactly no, the no, same it's not like you're driving down in the first class lanes over there where you know <laughs> it's double wide I mean, and then I've also heard people turn around and say well why don't they just if that's the case 
up the rooms by $13 at the value. Because they're still like going to. Yes, I understand that. But I'm also thinking it has to be it has to be a line budget item. You're, you're 100% way. right. Dave, yeah. you took the words out of my mouth. It's got to be a line item somewhere. Exactly. It because probably goes, they it probably goes to a different, a different like, pot of ex- money somewhere. Exactly. For yeah. other projects, for other expenditures. And then again, because then it's not actually, it's not subject to hotel taxes. It's a different fee, taxed a whole different way at that. The because hotels, hotels, like the hotel I work at, there's three different taxes. There's, there's, uh, federal tax, state sales tax, and then there's an occupancy tax for everybody in the room on top of that. There's even to a point where if we comp a room for somebody, some, somebody knows the owner or something, they still have to pay $3.50 per person in a free room to cover the occupancy tax. Because if it actually goes in our system as a room was rented, it's going to spit out on our accounting sheet uh, later on, we're going to be short that money for the occupancy tax. So we even make people who get comped rooms pay the pay the occupancy tax. So there is something to be said about uh, why they're not actually just increasing the increasing the room pay. It goes to a different spot. I'm sure. Ladies and gentlemen, the official Mickey Dudes Hotelier, Dave. Well, at least that's <laughs> how it is in New York City. Now, are we are we done on this topic? Can we move on? I I mean, we can move on, but I don't think we're done with it. Well, do you want do you want to say anything else before we uh, move on? Um, I would like to see uh, when the other shoe drops if they start hiring a lot more people. Um, So, I guess what my argument is my argument is if this is where they have to get the funds to hire more people then I guess that's an easier pill to swallow I think I know what's going to happen the next really major nickel and diming that they're going to try to do when in Star- six months well I was thinking I was thinking when Star Wars finally comes online they're going to charge a separate admission within the studios to that section of the park because there's let me tell you something Dave I would not doubt that because Hollywood Studios is small I don't care if they've redone it or not. That is going to be, and I'm, I'm a newer Star Wars guy. Everybody knows that. But that park is not going to be able to handle what's going to happen to it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. Pandora is bad right now, and nobody yeah. even likes that movie. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know, the right. attraction it has one good attraction, the other one is okay. You know, um, Flights of Passage is amazing. But it's like, there's no way Star Wars Land, that, that's going to be capacity. Every day, like yeah. there will be not... at least one perk with that, and they're going to charge you also for it somehow in some hidden fee. But when you actually, when you do uh, end up going, in, when you do end up going into your hotel room and everything, you're going to find a bottle of Vaseline on your uh, on your on your sink counter. And Dave, Mark, and mark my words, Dave, when that Star Wars hotel is built, they're calling it an experience. If you're not a mark my words, if you are not a registered guest, they will not allow you in that hotel because you will. Well, that's ruin, already been said. Yeah, you will be ruining the experience for everybody else. I did not read yeah. that, so. I, oh I yeah, know. that's gonna be uh, that's gonna yeah. be like the cruise yeah. line and some. That's gonna have like tiered pricing, and that's gonna be a whole oh, yeah. different. I'm not even talking about that. That's another 
that that's another ball game altogether. But I would say that that's how crazy the Star Wars thing is going to be, and I I would not doubt it, Dave, that you're 100 percent right. Where they're going to charge a separate, and that people are just going to lose their beep when that happens. So you're going to need an intergalactic passport. Of course, it's going to be segregated. And you, yeah, that's and, how they're going to. Jeff, you it. just gave them. You just gave them the name of it. So oh, wait a minute, though, Joe. <laughs> At that point, that's when you can be a seasonal cast member at that, and you can be the one deporting them. That's right. Yeah, I'm good at saying no. <laughs> Closed. We're full. <laughs> All right. Well, we can talk a blue streak about this, but let's move on to upcharges that I actually like and I am happy to pay. And those are, for one... There are so many people like, are you kidding me? Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is starting in on August 17th, where it started like in the 20s last year. Me, I'm like, all right, bring it on. I'm going I'm going that week, and I'm going to be getting myself a ticket at this point. I didn't plan my uh, travel yet for the summer, but I am definitely going to go and plan two trips, one around Mickey's Not-So-Scary and one around the uh, glow event that they're having at Typhoon Lagoon. Because honestly... I that like I the parties. I enjoy the extra upcharge parties. Now, granted, I'm only paying for myself. I meet people when I go down there. We pay for our own tickets. If I had a family of four with me where I had to pay for everybody's, yeah, I don't think I would I would be more choosy on what I'm actually paying out at this point. But I personally enjoy these parties, and I kind of find that I get a good value out of them. I like the actual lower crowds and everything in them. And for that, I don't mind paying up charges. What are your thoughts, guys? No, definitely. Uh, I've been doing the, the upcharge hard ticket stuff since I've been going to Disney. Um, there was this, even though, uh, over a decade ago, there was a Pirate and Princess party. Uh, we went to a couple of those. We liked them so much. Um, and that was the Magic Kingdom deal. They uh, they really bring all, all the stops. There's less people. Especially, man, guys, if, if you were there last week during spring break, oh, man, I would have paid double a, you know, a ticket price to, to have that place at least half the capacity it was. It was so crazy. But um, they're always, I don't know, a little bit more, um, I guess, intimate. Um, but the problem is, Dave, you you as well as I do, we don't really go to do the rides. So, you know, no, you see, that's... I do. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. I can care I less mean... about any of this stuff. I don't go to the shows. I will see the parade. If there's a character that I haven't met yet, I will definitely go and get online for that character. But otherwise, I'm, I'm in the theme park. I'm going for the rides. Yeah. Well, Dave, you were saying with extra um, you know, upcharge events, the, and uh, Chuck was shaking his head. He agrees too. Getting behind the new Typhoon Lagoon, uh, you know, Glow Nights party this summer, which I just looked up from June twenty first to August eleventh, which is my birthday. Um, that's something I definitely do because that's a fifty five dollar ticket, and a normal admission to Typhoon Lagoon is forty five bucks. Right. So you're only you're, paying. You're only getting a couple of hours, though. That's how, the thing. However, though, I've gone at rope drop. Uh, to Typhoon Lagoon at the Blizzard Beach uh, with my buddy Justin. And if you get there early and it's like a very limited capacity, which I'm sure these aren't going to be sold out of, but these events will, maybe will sell up but won't be super packed. After three hours, I'm shot. 
I'm tired. Like you could get a lot of sliding in. You can get a lot of like, you know, time in the wave pool. You could, you know, you get a lot done in three hours. And the fact that like it won't be nearly as crowded um, and, and that they're going to do different things with like the effects with all the Toy Story characters. That's something you're not going to get during the day as well. It's just like it's a special thing with the Halloween party where you get the special parades and the hollow wishes and all that stuff. That's one thing that I would be I would be down for because that's an extra something that you normally wouldn't get. So I don't have a problem with that. That's something I would definitely do. Like if you guys are, hey, let's go to Typhoon Lagoon Frank for that party. I would definitely be down for that. That's I agree I with that. I fully agree with that. My concern right now isn't as much the fact that the parties exist. It's Disney's continuously raising the prices on the party. Where do they start this year? $75 for the pre-sale at the lowest party date. So that's probably like August week one. Where does it stop with these price increases? That That's my question. When they're not adding buying them. I get, they're not adding stuff to justify it, though. August They're is really too not. Early. This is true. Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm fine with August. I'm fi- I they could start in you know June for all I care. Um, I fi- August is fine. That doesn't bother me. But my thing is, when when do you stop raising the prices? We're almost at a one day ticket cost for a four hour party or a five hour party, whatever it is now. What is it, seven? It start. You can get in at what? Four. Four. Four, four to midnight? Midnight, yeah. So you literally have less time. You have, well, no, you have less time than you can if you just buy a regular one-day ticket and you're spending $20 more. I don't don't know. Is is any party special enough to justify that? I've never been to any party. I've never been to now, a Halloween party or a Christmas party. Really? I would strongly recommend going to the Halloween party. Uh, e- even at the price point that it's at right now, I would still recommend doing it once. Listen, if I was down there with, like, you guys, we like, a bunch of guys down there, like, making dudes, I would go. If you say, hey, let's go yeah. to the party, I'd be down. But, like, well, I me, mean, me, me and my wife don't, like, I don't know, just say the word, we'll go. But, like, <laughs> my, my wife and I, she'd rather, like, have a nice dinner and take that money and go to, like, Central Coast, seriously, right. and watch, like, the fireworks from, like, the Contemporary than like going to like you know going to the yeah. parks and, and trick or treat like we don't eat candy so right. it's like I mean yeah you'll get the um the lesser wait times and like and honestly the only parade that we're interested in is we love um the, what do you call it the festival fantasy that's the only parade we like because they took away Main Street Electrical so even the parades aren't even really a draw for us so really for us to go to an event like that unless we had like a bunch of friends going we're like eh no, you're right. Last time we went, uh, there was all these different uh, adult groups, uh, you know, dressing uh, alike and all that uh, themed. It was they looked like they had a blast. I, I would always love to go to as a group. A group would probably yeah. be fun, you know. In fact, uh, one group of ladies kept doing uh, uh, cha- uh, dress changes. <laughs> they were whatever you want to call costume it. Costume changes. Costume changes during the night, and we kept seeing them and yelling at them, and it was it was awesome, but. Um, anyway, yeah, no, that'd be a blast. No, th- those are really cool um, things to experience. Like you said, check at least once. Uh, another thing to keep in mind is like uh, we've done the morning magic. Um, that's that's kind of a that morning mag- uh, magic kingdom thing where you, you have breakfast included, but you get uh, Pooh, uh, Peter Pan, and Seven Dwarves Mine Train rides, and then it's about. I don't know, three hours total, but you get in an hour before the park opens and then you have 
basically two hours to eat if you you know you can take your time and eat and ride more rides if you want. But um, see, I that would was eat and then awesome. I would eat and then it was time for poo. <laughs> we did Seven Dwarfs Mine Train seven, ten times in a row. It was that's pretty amazing. Fabulous. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. Ten times. I know. We I don't think I've ridden that thing ten times in my life, let alone yeah. ten times in a row. If yeah, they I had morning magic for Avatar, I would do it, and I would pay upwards of 150 bucks. Okay, well that brings no. another point. So Hard we pass. were there last yeah. week. They have that VIP thing, right? And uh, it includes Pandora. Uh, it's about, I think it's 150 bucks though. And that's how much uh, it is. Yeah, I am so signing up for that. That is just worth it. Hard pass because you're only getting one ride that's worth it. Only one. Navi River Journey is not a ride that's worth $75, even $50. Jeff, you, you mentioned VIPs. I don't know if you guys have noticed this in your recent trips down to the world, but I have noticed, and I've just noticed them more often, but I've noticed a lot of groups with plaids. Yep. A I, lot I of VIP too. groups now. They're just oh, yeah. walking on attractions. I don't know if they're splitting the cost. I know it's expensive, but I've noticed a lot. You should never see those groups are everywhere now. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people do... Uh, end up splitting the cost, but is it just is it just VIP groups or is it actually tour groups too with the plans? No, it's it's it, no, it, it's they're riding attractions because they're riding Splash Mountain. I've seen them get on Space Mountain. Usually, when I did the you know the um, the the one the one tour, we went to Tiki Room and Haunted Mansion, and we had like the little earpieces in our ears listening to the things. These were just groups of people with plaids. So, yeah. I mean, that might be another way of getting around. The large crowds and so just so something I noticed. I don't know if you guys have noticed it as well over the last six months. Well, I mean, there, yeah, it's substantially more expensive. Uh, you know, we're in the twenty five hundred dollar range, I think, but I, I think it includes six people, something like that. Anyway, that was a few years ago when I was researching it, but um, you know, those are those are yeah, that's another no other level of, and you don't even get all the rides. You get like eight rides, something like that. So um, it's like choose wisely. And I think uh, I don't even think I don't even think you get a. I think it's a counter or a quick service meal too. But but anyway, it's it's a it, it's light night and day versus the VIP at Universal, which is on a busy day, one hundred fifty dollars on top of your park ticket, and you get you know every ride, every show, and some back stage stuff information and on top of that a, a quick service meal so it's it's a pretty amazing amazing bargain anyway disney you know disney is disney no so yeah the uh the VIP, it's called ultimate nights of adventure vip tour oh that's that that's that one at animal kingdom yeah and i was See, I, want, I would pay it in the morning at night it, $250. Yeah, no. 150 <laughs> is the it, highest I go. It is Expedition Everest, Kilimanjaro Safari, Avatar, Flight of Passage, Navi River Journey, Dinosaur, and uh, Reserve City for Rivers of Light, and then Delight and a Tasty Drink and Souvenirs. So, I guess you get a tasty drink and some snacks. But just one. Yeah, I just won. Just won, yeah. See, I hate Kilimanjaro <laughs> Safari at night. That whole it's no good. No, it's just not. 
It's not good at night. The best time is the morning. I mean, yeah. the Everest is great at night. I will say I did do one of the DVC parties. Everest is very cool at night. But you're, they have you running back and forth in the biggest park. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so right. It's like, Point. You know, so it's, you know. Charge me 150 Let me ride at Flight of Passage like four or five times, and I'll be happy. I don't think that'll ever happen. No. And Rivers of Ride's a throwaway. That show's yeah. terrible. Oh, it is. Well, I wouldn't say it's terrible. It's not. I would, not say, I would say it sucks. I'd rather ride the bus around. Well, for just honestly, I'm gonna, a day, I'm gonna one up. up I'm gonna one up you, uh, Joe. I'd rather ride the tram. Wow, the new <laughs> ones are nice though, Dave. You know that. <laughs> I'd rather just ride around the parking lot than then see that like abomination. Well, here's okay. come on. It's not that Please bad. Keep your it's hands, nice. Arms, feet, and legs. That's it. It's nice. You watch okay, it and so it's you're like, gonna you're gonna inhale the exhaust fumes. You're gonna die of carbon monoxide before you get off that. Day. But I'll die Dave, a happy only, man. I'll wait for Chuck at the exit. The <laughs> yeah, you guys will be the ones on the tram. <laughs> well, that's Jeff the will be thing. Universal. You watch it and it's like, okay, this is nice. But then when you get out of Rivers of Light, you're like, what the hell did I just watch? Okay, but you're enjoying it in the moment. That's all that matters. Yeah, but Grab some I, 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 I'd like to think I'd enjoy Grab it. A lot of I'd enjoy it a lot more if I was loopy on gas fumes. Well, you could also buy alcohol at Animal Kingdom. There you go. Rivers of Light is not I that bad. I basically spend most of my I'll time. I spend my time in the parks drunk anyway. I smuggle in alcohol to the Magic Kingdom. Dave is just ruining everybody's bag search policy now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be full body pat downs for Dave next time yep. he goes to the park. If they well, do, my, right. res- my my response is afterwards is gonna be like, "Was it good for you?" Oh, so boy. the the VIP thing that was my little litmus test for Star Wars. So that's two fifty, and you get you're a, looking at four at least. Yeah, yeah. Do you think so Star Wars would be four hundred dollars for a VIP experience like that? Absolutely. Yeah, you'll get your absolutely freaking lootly. They'll probably include like the Jedi Training Academy. They'll include... No, why? Okay, I'm just looking forward. I'm just no, looking don't. forward to the knee pads that say "A long time ago" and they obviously far, far away. You mean the pillow that they make you bite? <laughs> Is that going to get edited out? No. Let <laughs> <laughs> me tell you something. When, I mean, when Star Wars opens up, man, I'm going to be in the other parks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, because you're not going to be able to get into Hollywood Studios. God, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be unbelievable. I'm telling you, I don't think Disney. I don't think I honestly don't think Disney has any idea what they're in for right now. I of really don't. Do. I think they do. I, I, I honestly think they do. I mean, Disney knows what they bought. They wouldn't have bought Chuck, it without knowing. Did you that. ever ask yourself why didn't they? Why didn't they create a, just a separate park for this? Well, I I often ask myself why. But more and more as I get older, I find myself caring less and less about the reason why. I'm just curious. Like, it's not going to make any difference to me. Why didn't they build a separate park? Because there's money. That's a lot of money. True. Yeah. Okay, and now, before we go, can we just... Where are we going? Uh, can we just take some time to uh, moan about the new scene in Pirates and how terrible it is? Did they recycle the uh, Jane... Um, animatronic. Saw, that seems to be the uh, rumor going around the internet today. 
That, that, I think that's the consensus, not even rumor. That's the consensus. The face like, is very similar. Hey, these things are pretty pretty similar. Well, Hillary Clinton <laughs> is Donald Trump in Hall of Presidents. Yeah. So, I mean, they do have melted. a track record. They melted. Do have a track record, so. You know. I mean, if you look at Spaceship Earth with all the old, uh, with all the presidents on top of that, so. Yeah, but that's fine. I mean, it's. I mean, but, granted, the internet didn't exist the way it does now, but. So which uh, which was the one that was which was the one that was saying in the group chat with us that wouldn't pirates just pilfer chickens? Why would they actually go to an auction for chickens? Why would they actually pay yeah. their pirates? That was me. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't understand that whole storyline. You know, and I also thought of a perfect uh, PC fix they could have done that would have saved the whole thing if they had to pay thirty-five dollars to get on the ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, if they would have had a date auction, make it a date auction. Then it's not, you know, it's not sex trafficking or whatever. And these women are like, you know, hey, who wants to date this lady? You know, we want the redhead. Maybe it's just me, but at no point in time did I ever question the moral authority of Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, oh, oh sex slavery? No, little seven-year-old Chuck was not thinking about sex slavery. Come to think of it, 29-year-old Chuck was not the, thinking about the, sex the slavery. Pirates, the pirates were setting the, the town on fire. Are we like, going to have an issue with arsonists now? Like <laughs> Johnny Depp is sitting well, on all the gold treasure. He's a thief, he's, you know? Like, here's the thing. <laughs> you, like, on, you have, you have a scene here. of somebody being drowned. Then you go over to the haunted mansion. You got an obvious waterboard someone. Yes, you got an <laughs> obvious suicide. You know, you have a body hanging from the raft rafters. That that was obviously it was a hanging right there. You have that body right above you yep. at that point. And yep. murder. And murder. Yes, yep. you have murder. You have. Oh yeah. You have three bears singing about being turned on. <laughs> you know, it's like. But who doesn't sing about that on a Friday night exactly. when you're a bear? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> all these things all these things are okay, but yet they take they decide to take a huge issue with this. Now, I love pirates, and I am I'm actually surprised that Disney didn't take a harder approach on pirates back when that whole Somalian pirate thing was a big thing in the news about maybe uh, 5 or 6 years ago. I thought at that point Disney was going to basically turn around and try to uh, basically... Well, the pirates of, that'd be the Pirates of East Africa. But not still, the, the fact that it was something prevalent in the news <laughs> yeah. constantly, and like they, they had some Americans that were hostage, and it was like a really That's big true. thing. I thought that Disney at that point would have turned around and curtailed the whole Pirates thing. If they didn't at, the, if they didn't at that point... You know, this has been going on since 19, 1955 or whatever when it opened up at this point. Why now? What's what's the big deal now? People obviously uh, complained about this, but people is used to judge previous decisions. Yeah, I know, but people probably have been complaining about this for quite some time. Why now? All of a sudden, they decided to to hear their cries. Well, no, I have no problem with them changing it. You know, sex slavery, I don't think anyone has to say is a bad thing because it is. But don't half-ass it. That, that's my thing. Don't half-ass it. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it well. They did this in, what, a month and a half? So there's no way they built a new audio animatronic, by the way, in a month and a half. 
I mean, Jeff's right. You could have just like rethemed it and kept the chick in the red dress. I mean, like, and just done something like you could have just like changed a few props. You know what? They the... they could have all been singing together. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, easy fix. You could have had it done in a day. Yeah. Just change the soundtrack. <laughs> you get some college interns in here. The greatest time people. I don't know. That's what it Wait. seems. Like. It seems like it was done by the college interns. Are we? You maybe? Oh my gosh. Do, are we missing some? You know how uh, James Cameron is promising whatever twelve more, uh, you know, Avatar movies, and he they all said, hey, a lot of this stuff is going to be in the upcoming movies, and then it'll all make become more clear. I wonder if this uh, if there's a Pirates movie in the works with a, uh, you know, protagonist is a redheaded female. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Is she gonna sell chickens? Yeah. <laughs> well, then they would have to change <laughs> the gonna, entire ride isn't that again. Wendy? Because he's gonna be a rum run. As much as I love the Pirates movies, Jack Sparrow has ruined that ride. It's totally messed up the story. Because you start off that story with them as skeletons. It used to be that you, it used to be when yeah. you would go down there, it was skeletons, and you would go down the drop and. You would be ba- you would be back in time of how they actually lived their lives, and then as you were going up the little conveyor belt again, as you were leaving at that point, they would be back to skeletons. You were back to now, and it was basically showing you that in the end they lived their life of debauchery, but in the end it came back to bite them. Now that whole right. scene, all those scenes with the skeletons at the beginning, make absolutely no sense. It's like okay, yeah, we're going back in time now, but it's like. They're not getting their comeuffins. And speaking I want a of muffin. and speaking of rides, did you guys read that? And I know we're getting off the topic of uh, upcharging, but since we're talking about changing uh, attractions here, did you see that they are starting to strip out the Toy Story uh, references in Tomorrowland, like the little souvenir cart with the aliens on it that's going? I wonder. No I'm fine uh, with but that. But I wonder. I wonder if when Toy Story opens, will Buzz be going soon? Because that ride needs a refurb really bad. And they have that uh, it'll go down, but I don't think it's going anywhere. Because they're, cause they're supposedly going to repaint uh, and reimagine Tomorrowland. They're supposed to paint it like back to like its original white. I was wondering if they were going to like redo Buzz Lightyear into a better one, but just build it in the studios and just take that. That's on. That's on, I'm, 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 it would make sense. It no way. No way. Because I think it eats up people. That Yeah, that is a people eater, and it always has a long wait as... Yeah, but they could do eater. something else with it at that point where they can like what? I'm sure Delta they... Dream Flight. Touche. Also, can we go back to pirates for a second? A redhead uh, selling chickens. I just popped in my head. Um, Wendy's. Make your own joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> We should have more shows like this. It's been fun tonight. Yeah. It, I, you know, I, like I, I said, I, I I can never really get, I can't really get behind human trafficking. I get it, but it was oh, just good. Where did moral stance there, Dave? It was just lame the way they did it. And honestly, though, they're telling a story about pirates. It's just, it just worked at that point. There's other things that they could do to basically offset all that. This new storyline is just trash. Hey Chuck, it's not I, even a new storyline. It's 
hey, here's Jane. No one look over here. Ch Chuck, you and I are both in law enforcement, so is Kyle. I don't think that any of us have ever thought about human trafficking <laughs> while riding that ride. I've never once thought about that, ever. Believe it or not, I actually have because I have, when I first started going to Disney, I actually did say to uh, somebody, I'm like, I'm actually surprised that Disney, being Disney and its uh, wholesome image, so actually allows this to be here. <laughs> Blaming All Dave right, for everyone, that. Your hate blaming... mail can be sent to Dave Koch. Let me give you his personal cell phone number. At Figment's reality. <laughs> it just... No, generally when I'm on Pirates, I'm thinking, great, I got the grease water in my mouth again. <laughs> we don't want to hear about your personal life. But Dave, it was a pleasure to ride um, Pirates with you the last day the Redhead was there. We rode that together. Yes, it was. Me, you, Jen, and uh, Jeanette. Yeah. So. That's cool. We got to actually get some really good photos too that day. I think everybody had their cameras out when we got to that scene was taking photos. <laughs> Did you her. see Tom Corliss on the ride? Negative. Hmm. They didn't stay to the it last the, one. Then. No, it was the second. No, it was the it. second to last day we were we were on it. Actually, oh, was it the second yeah. to last day? I'm sorry. It was. I think yeah, it was second to last day. That's close. Well, speaking of upcharged uh, lands, uh, Marvel Land got announced today too. In no, Disneyland. Superhero Land. Got it. Sorry. Yeah, they didn't say Marvel, did they? They cannot say Marvel. So that's that's, a weird I marvel at that whole uh, agreement. Universal, yeah, with Marvel. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I know you guys aren't Disneyland people. Uh, Dave and I have been a few times, but they. Um, I've been a few times too. I yeah. Have. Well, Bugs. Bugs Land is pretty amazing. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of a... Somebody on the internet today said, so there's a massive uh, kids presence in a lot of the Bugs Land, and then if you go over to uh, Hollywood uh, Hollywood Land, you know, there's the Monsters, Inc. Uh, ride, and they just killed off... Um, it's tough to be a bug show permanently uh, today. So it's interesting... The path they're they're headed down. And they've already killed off Muppets there. Yeah. See, I I love Disney and I do want to go to Disneyland, but my thought right now is I'm not a real big superhero guy. So all this Marvel stuff that they're hyping and they're jumping all over and releasing movies every six weeks, I look at it and I go, okay. Yeah. Great, great minds think alike, man. I'm the same way. I've tried to get into the Marvel thing. I've gotten through Star Wars. I could handle that. But yeah. the Marvel stuff, I can't. Like, I, I dig Iron Man. That's kind of cool. But, like, all this Guardians of the Galaxy, I've never seen it. See, that, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. It was an amusing movie. And I went, okay. I can get behind that. But I had no desire to see two. I had no desire to see Infinity War or one of the other nine million movies that they've released in the last four years. <laughs> true, yeah. there's, a, there's a superhero movie out every six weeks. And they're, they're, but they're, I got, and they're making money handle the fist jam it in wherever they can. But I got genuinely excited to see Cars Land because I loved that movie. So if you love those movies, you're in heaven right now. But me and my guy, right. eh. I'm not even a big fan of Cars, but I would love to go see Cars Land. I, I just think the, the superhero theming is an easy way out in some of these instances. You know, the thing is, none of us are are, are the the candidates. Target demographic. For, yeah. So I had a conversation with my um, 
daughter last week, you know, we were thinking Star Wars is a good example. Think of all the Star Wars nerds that could care less about theme parks, especially Disney theme parks, and how they're all going to get super pumped up to go to Star Wars land. Well, it's probably going to be times 10 for a superhero land um, for Marvel people. Uh, Especially out in California. Yeah, they could care less about theme parks or Disney, but man, they're going to go bonkers for a freaking superhero. uh, It's like how popular Comic-Con is. Yeah, exactly. And then the question becomes, what does Disneyland do if they, or when this opens, they're already having attendance problems with too many people on that SoCal pass where they're paying monthly. Yeah. This is just this is just going to exacerbate the situation. So how does Disney mitigate that? Like what what are they going to do? Private events. Hard ticket events. <laughs> <laughs> Up charges. That's the whole topic of this show, right? <laughs> I want to see more rides with Donald and Mickey and Goofy. And I know we're getting no thing in the great movie ride, but still the Mickey's runaway railway, whatever the hell it is, but excuse my language, <laughs> but you know, I want more like Disney's like hardcore Fab 5 stuff, man. But it was yeah, never in just, the parks. I know. Dave, you know what? Mickey's becoming a um, a secondary character in the parks. I always kind of felt like he was in the first place. Yeah, you had the Mickey floral. You could see Mickey. But I always kind of felt that Mickey always kind of just took a backseat to everything. Because it's like, all right, now they have the new cartoon shorts with the animation I absolutely hate. But with really good stories. But even some of that classic Mickey animation, it's like, where did you, did you really grow up watching Mickey Mouse cartoons? No. I grew up watching Looney Tunes, for instance. I, know, actually, I, I, I grew up watching Mickey Mouse cartoons. I have the VHS. Well, yeah, I had the VHS. I, I saw, I had a whole VHS tapes, a, a VHS of like about four hours of Donald Duck cartoons. But like some of the really famous Mickey Mouse cartoons, like... I had to watch Steamboat Willie, for instance, the first time on YouTube. Moose Hunters, the whole clock one, Lonesome Ghost, these classic Disney movies, all of the silly symphonies. I never saw them growing up. I saw them on YouTube. It, I, but yet, yeah. I can basically tell you the plot of almost every Looney Tunes cartoon that was ever made because I grew up with every channel Nickelodeon, Saturday morning cartoons, uh, your cartoons in the afternoon after school whatever uh, stations would put them on in, in in new york it was channel five and channel 11 there was Fox always, five yep. yeah there was always looney tunes on that you you even even with the disney channel i mean i remember uh maybe twice a day they would have cartoons on the rest of the time they would have these long boring movies that just didn't have anything disney like to um uh, to do with them yeah, you had Donald Duck Presents, and you had Good Morning Mickey in the morning, but aside from that, you rarely ever saw cartoons on constantly. So, most people did not grow up with Mickey Mouse cartoons. It's a shame, because they're great. No, that's a good point. Alright, so fine. I hope Disney buys Looney Tunes. That would be clutch. <laughs> yeah, but they'll never be able to use it in the parks. They bought... Fox or 20th Century Fox they bought and the Simpsons are stuck in Universal and, and <laughs> which yeah. I love I mean that's like my favorite land in Universal I, I love going to Springfield <laughs> I love that place yeah it's pretty cool uh, it's great I spilled a uh, what, hey, Jeff what are those big um, the bar you always drink the big Cokes um, the flavored um, 
Oh, yeah, but I spilled it all over the floor there. Oh, dang. And they were awesome. Yeah. They gave me a brand new one. They were so, <laughs> and they helped me clean up. Nice. Oh, Springfield's awesome in Universal. <laughs> I will say that on during Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the scene where uh, Eddie Valent is falling out of, the, out of the building and there's... Uh, Mickey Mouse skydiving with Bugs Bunny is basically one of my all-time favorite scenes in all of film. Just to see those two intellectual properties together is just epic. Would we ever see Peter Griffin or Quagmire in the Magic Kingdom since they acquired Fox? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, rad. (laughs) I just thought about that. I don't know why. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be epic. (laughs) would be kind of cool I'm trying to figure yeah, out where obvious. would they be uh to mark no adventure no they probably be in Epcot drunk somewhere that's it, <laughs> it, it, it that that would they're be they're gonna it. take over the American adventure and it's gonna become no no no, no 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 you would find Quagmire <laughs> you would find Quagmire in uh Morocco just uh Getting all uh, crazy over the uh, belly dancer that performs with uh, wherever Listen, Mo Rockin could, was. Dave, you could put Delta Dreamflight back in and put Quagmire in there because he is a pilot, all right? And have Quagmire inside Delta Dreamflight, part two. <laughs> that could work. <laughs> getting off the rails here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and with that, gentlemen, it's been a most enjoyable conversation. Let's go around the table and uh, tell everybody where we can be found on the various social webs. I, for one, can be found at Figment's Reality on Twitter, even though I don't really use Twitter, and on uh, Instagram, which I use a little bit too much. Uh, Jeff, where are you? I'm at Braindead92 on Twitter. Joe, where are you? I'm on Twitter at JoeQuat, also Instagram, and you can also find me over at the DVC Roundtable at ResortLoop.com and on the better side of the Hudson River, Dave. Had to get one jabbing at you tonight. Chuck, where are you? I'm just going to ignore you. <laughs> I don't know that there is a good side of the Hudson River, but I am on the uh, Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. Excellent. And we are all on the Twitter machine at The Mickey Dudes. You could also find us on Instagram and on Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, have a magical day. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.